EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hello you, Friday the 20th of August, another week, another roundup brought to you directly from EV Comply. A group of seven British organisations including battery materials firm Johnson Mathay, JM80.L, startup British Vault and Oxford University said on Thursday they had formed a consortium to develop solid-state batteries for electric vehicles. The consortium will build a facility to develop prototypes and technologies for the mass production of solid-state batteries. It also includes the government-funded Faraday Institution, which aims to help UK businesses develop and manufacture EV batteries. A bit of car news for you now. Genesis has unveiled the GV60 as its first bespoke EV. They're vowing that it will offer a totally new experience in the premium market. The new crossover is based on the Hyundai Motor Group's advanced E GMP architecture for EVs, which is also used by the Hyundai Ioniq 5 and the forthcoming Kia EV6. It's featured an 800-volt electrical architecture, which is pretty cool, allowing for ultra-rapid 350-kilowatt charging, and it has both single and dual motor powertrains with a range of battery sizes as well. Now, the GV60 will sit below the GV70 and the GV80, kind of makes sense, in Genesis's SUV lineup and will be the brand's second EV in the European market following the electric version of the G80 Saloon. This week, Mercedes-Benz confirmed that it will quit the ABB Formula E World Championship at the end of next season, citing a need to focus resources on the ramp-up of its electrical road car development. The news comes just days after the Mercedes EQ squad claimed both championships in the 2020 and 2021 season finale in Berlin. Mercedes is committed to racing in the forthcoming 21 and 2022 season, but will then withdraw as a team entrant and manufacturer. Before the new Gen 3 rule package is introduced for the following season, they say they need to switch up their focus and get things done. Royal Mail are to trial innovative tyres that could boost EV range. The company announced yesterday the start of the trials, which involves tyres made by manufacturer ENSO. Now, they claim that its tyre can increase an EV's range by up to 11% compared to standard tyres. The range-boosting properties have already been proven on cars, delivering a 50-mile increase for a Renault Zoe in trials. But for Royal Mail, the tyres will be fitted to electric vans, specifically 15 vans, based at its West London delivery office near Wembley. During the trials, the tyres will be monitored and weighed every six weeks to measure their wear rate and the range achieved in comparison to standard tyres, and we wish them luck. Also this week, funding for EV battery research to rival ice driving range has begun. Four projects have received a share of $91 million to develop low-carbon automotive technology, including a new long-distance electric vehicle battery. Now, BMW will receive $26.2 million to help develop electric car batteries with a range similar to the internal combustion engines and which can charge in as little as 12 minutes. Speaking of money, the Institute of the Motor Industry, the IMI, is calling for a £50 million investment in electric vehicle technician training from the government. It warns that the automotive retail sector does not currently have the skills and the pipeline of talent needed to service and repair electric vehicles. 
The funding boost would, according to the IMI, play a crucial role in contributing towards training for up to 75,000 technicians. Steve Nash, CEO of the IMI, said, with just 6.5% of the automotive workforce currently qualified to work on electric vehicles, there is a gaping hole in the availability of technicians. And that not only presents a safety threat for those who may risk working on high-voltage vehicle systems without the appropriate training and qualifications, it also means the premium on skills could add to the costs for motorists, creating another unnecessary deterrent for people to switch to EVs. Now, when thinking of strong EV adoption, tell me, did Far East Russia spring to mind? No, I didn't think it would, but it should, because according to a recent report from Bloomberg, the region is actually becoming a haven for second-hand EVs. Now, this they reckon is thanks to its distance from Moscow and its proximity to the Asian EV market. More than a fifth of all electric vehicles imported into Russia between January and May were sold in Russia's Far East. Now, again, this is according to the Bloomberg News. Other areas of eastern Russia that account for just 4% of the country's population also helped to make up the sales. So there you go. Far East Russia just loves an EV. So excitingly, there are now twice as many EV charging points as petrol stations in the UK, which is fantastic. And to top it off, an EV qualifies for zero road tax. Now, that's just two reasons to adopt an EV. Hopefully throughout the podcast, I'm giving you many more. But I did think that was quite triumphant, the fact that we now have twice as many EV charging points as petrol stations in the UK. Take that quote and pass it on. Trojan Energy has secured 2.2 million for roadside EV charging tech. Aberdeenshire-based business plans to increase the team to around 20 and roll out its charges across the country. Now, Trojan Energy has secured a late seed round investment of 2.2 million to roll out its on-street charging hubs and develop further commercial application of its technology. Now, I don't know if you've seen, but we did post to our social media this week. They've uh, put the first flat charger in. It's actually really quite cool. And as I say, you can check it out on EV Comply's Instagram. Now, the round was led by Scottish angel investor Equity Gap and includes investment from Scottish enterprise SIS Ventures and Aberdeen-based angel investor Alba Equity. With the UK target market alone worth well over £1 billion, Trojan Energy will use the funding to improve its technology and applications by volume level manufacturing. They're going to be rolling out charge points in more areas and growing its team. It aims to be the on-street charging solution for EVs in the UK by the end of 2023, and we think they might just do it. So as EV adoption becomes ever more popular, that means the price point needs to become ever more competitive. Now, a lot of manufacturers are now scrambling to keep up and keep the prices affordable. Now, apparently, EV prices rose by 28% in Europe, yet halved in China in the past decade. So since 2011, the average price of a new electric car in China has fallen from 41,800 to 22,100. That's a drop of 47%. However, in Europe, the average has increased from 33,292 in 2012 to £42,568 this year. That's a rise, sadly, of 28%. 
Now, the average price has climbed even more in the US, growing by 38% in the past decade. Now, EVs are 52% more expensive than ICE cars in the UK currently, while in the Netherlands, the figure stands at 54%. Norway is the only European country to book the trend, where the average EV costs £8,500 less than the average petrol or diesel car. So an incentive to go EV right there if ever we've known one. Now, according to JTO Dynamics, China's progress over the last decade is the result of a consolidated effort to establish itself as a leader in the EV industry. Following heavy government investment in 2009, that definitely helped get them ahead of the game. Now, as a result, it has already started phasing out consumer incentives in China, whereas manufacturers in Europe and here in the UK still are heavily reliant on government schemes to make EVs widely affordable. So there's a lot of catching up to do, but hopefully we'll get there. And finally, the most Googled question with regards to EVs this month has in fact been this. Which parts will I need service on and how often? Question mark. Which is a far cry from when people were asking, how do I charge a car? Or when the search engine was asked most, what is an electric car? <laughs> so we've come a long way for people to be asking questions as such. And I thought I'd let you know about it. So that is all from me and EV Comply. From everybody here, we hope you have, as always, a fantastic weekend. And please remember, you can catch this podcast and all of the podcasts via our website. That's ev-comply.com.